Cam Buckner is on the phone. Cam is a representative from the 26th District and a mayoral candidate, and you are going to fact check this safety act for us. We posted it online at WGNRadio.com. What do you think out of the 700-plus pages is bothering people the most, Cam? There, there are a few things, Lisa and Stephen. I appreciate you all for having me today. Um, but uh, the, the main um, issues that, that I've tried to address with people, and, and this is, you know, folks walking down the street. I spent some time yesterday uh, uh, on a bunch of phone calls with people I've never met to try to explain to them what this really does. Uh, but this law, one, does not defund the police. Uh, two, it does not create any non-detainable offenses. Uh, there's no such thing as far as Illinois law is concerned. Uh, it does not allow people who are charged with serious it does allow people who are charged with serious offenses and are a risk to a person or a community or uh, a risk of, of being a, a flight, a willful flight risk. Um, it allows them to be detained. It does not prevent a judge from revoking pretrial release. And another one I've, I've heard today that I need to clear up, the law is not uh, post facto. It's not retroactive. Nobody who is in jail today is getting out on January 1st automatically. Uh, it does not do that. The reason people are concerned is because there are politicians and political action committees who are pushing out exactly the opposite of what you're saying. So now people are fearful and untrustworthy of everyone when it comes to these 764 pages. Yeah, fear fear is uh, an incredible tool, um, and and we have seen that used. But I think, listen, I think it's incumbent on folks like me and, and people uh, in, in our spaces to make sure that we uh, convey the truth to the people of Illinois so they know what's really going on. Um, the truth of the matter is that any piece of legislation um, has to be perfected, right? You have to keep going back and getting it right. Uh, we have passed three trailer bills thus far uh, since we passed the initial bill, and we'll continue to do the work uh, to get this right. But what I will also say is that when it comes to interpretation, uh, the Illinois uh, Supreme Court uh, pretrial task force has and will continue to uh, issue us guidance on how to t- interpret this law. And so a lot of this stuff is conjecture, it's fear-mongering, and I think it's put all of us in a bad spot. Representative, uh, you talked about the fact there was a, there was one story going around that one county sheriff, I won't even say which county because I didn't see it myself, would said he'd have to empty his jail by 50% on January 1st. Um, and, and as you said, that's not the case. However, Attorneys can ask for the judges to reconsider bail or bond after January 1st, right? So it may well be that some people who are in jail today because they can't post bond will win their freedom pending trial after January 1st. Am I correct in that? Yes. If a, if a judge determines so, so nothing once again happens automatically, Steve, uh, if, a, if a judge determines uh, them fit, right, right, to be released, um, she or he may may do so, uh, but that has to be a determination made by the judge. And once again, the prosecutor has the the ability uh, to say this person is a threat to the community or to a person. This person is a threat um, of flight, and this person should not be be out. I also have heard state's attorneys say that they're going to have to empty, um, uh, pull back their charges because they have not charged folks um, within sixty days. Uh, this law does not trigger that. That has been the law in Illinois for decades. And so when state's attorneys tell us that they're going to they're gonna have to let people go um, when this law becomes, when this law uh, is effective uh, 60 days from the, from the date, they are telling me and us that they have been failing to petition for murder suspects to be held without bail. 
and they've relied solely on the money bond system to determine who stays in jail and who doesn't. That's not how their job should go. Okay, so the judge is going to decide whether the suspect, he or she, is a threat to the community. And if he decides that she or he is, will order that suspect held without uh, bail, held pending trial. It seems to me that if this law, when it takes effect, there will be a lot more people being held without bond after January 1st than there are now, just because it it seems like to me the bar is going to be lowered a little bit for being held without bail or bond. Do you see it that way? So I've heard some folks uh, who have brought forth that that complaint um, that it will uh, constrict, right, uh, judges, uh, their their judgment when it comes to this. I, I don't know that to be factual and i think once again we're we're, we're kind of trying to figure this out as we go along when it comes to that like we don't we don't know what it looks like tomorrow but because of that because we have to be able to deal with facts and data and and, and real numbers analysis uh, both loyola university and the national institute of justice have committed to studying the safety act and the impl- implementation and they will analyze the effectiveness of the new pretrial release system over the next year um and so the, we'll be working off of real facts and, and whatever we have to change we will change i want to again say that we have committed to making sure that this law makes illinois safe and also uh, f- f- uh furthers justice in this state we got to get it right and it will take some tweaking o- over time we've already tweaked some we will continue to do that where it's necessary cam where are no cash bails what states have no cash bails there, there are a couple so i know uh, so new jersey is probably the, the main one uh that folks talk about but uh, if you look around the country people are looking at illinois uh as a real test case on, on, on how to, to do this. Um, you know, we really do believe uh, that bail is not about safety, but bail is about money. Uh, and I've said in America, we all want to be financially stable and we all want to be free, but your freedom shouldn't be dependent on your financial stability. And I would argue uh, that the way things work today, the unconstitutional principle, uh, I mean, the constitutional principle of innocent until proven guilty only really applies if you have the money to make that true. I'll tell you what, I have a family member who after 10 years just paid me back the 1200 bucks last week that I've been waiting for for 12 years that was bail money. Um, yeah. and, and so I get it. If that person didn't have me that could get them the money to bail them, they would have been in for a bit of time. And, and it turns out that they were not guilty and uh, it just would have messed up their job. They were actually working for the state at the time. So I, I understand that. Um, but... What is being sent out on social media and in fake press releases is that there are non-detainable offenses like aggravated battery, kidnapping, robbery, intimidation, second-degree murder, and you're saying that is all false, that the Safety Act does not create any non-detainable offenses. There, there are not non-detainable offenses, right? So there are there are factors um, that are in the law that can make... Uh, all of those uh, uh, offenses detainable. But listen, here's the issue. Right now, today, uh, if you know the arson that was on that list or the kidnapping was on that list, if someone had the money to pay to get out of jail, if they were charged for that, they would walk free. And so if this is really about safety, I would think the people would, would, would try to be um, – we try to dismantle the system that uh, that makes that, that possible. Lisa, I, I talk to people around the state on a normal basis, um, and when I talk to a, a, a young woman who's a single mother who's dealing with an opioid addiction, who got caught shoplifting and ended up having a three hundred dollar bill and ended up uh, in Cook County Jail for almost six months, uh, that's problematic. Uh, we, we are we are not making our society better or safer or more just when we do that.
Okay, Cam Buckner, Illinois State Representative, 26th District Mayoral Candidate. Will you please go to WGN Radio, check our fact check list, and if there is anything incorrect that we did not fact check correctly, will you let us know? I absolutely will, and I appreciate you all covering this. Thanks, Representative. Hey, coming up next, your phone calls at 312-981-7200. That's after Steve's newscast on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.